Dave Moore is creator of The Snack Network, a YouTube and TikTok channel where Dave and his friends get together and have tons of laughs while eating rare and obscure snacks that they find in their daily travels. Also, he has an extremely limited knowledge base of Julia Roberts films. Hi, Dave. I met Dave many years ago through our mutual podcast friends and colleagues, and Dave quickly became like a little brother to me. Someone that I can effortlessly joke around with, tease, and make fun of in a way that only two guys who instantly click can. Dave has had an extremely varied content creator career, never quite settling in on one thing for long, kind of like my kids with a new toy. See something shiny? Get super excited about it for two minutes? Then move on to the next shiny thing. But the great thing about Dave is he bounces around so much because he loves so many things. He's a lightning bug trying to burst out of the bottle. I like that a lot about Dave. Lately, however, Dave has settled into this snack thing and it really suits him. You can see his love of what he does in every video, laughing with his friends, acting goofy, and never taking any of it too seriously because Dave's main goal has always been to just have fun with life. So let's have a little fun right now as we put into the spotlight Dave Moore from the Snack Network. So, how are you? I'm fantastic. Uh, yeah? You know, yeah. Uh, my, my, my stream got canceled last night. Not that that's timely, but that half of why I ended up on the Backlog Busters. Uh, so... What happened? Uh... It, you, you know, lower third, lower third. You'll understand this joke if you listen to Adam on our stuff. Uh, mm -hmm. Got trapped at at work, or as I'm telling myself, is like his hostages started fighting back. So, <laughs> is it trapped at work? Like, did something fall on him? Or <laughs> <laughs> not physically? He's a trapped, fairly, but... a fairly big guy. He can make himself uh, available, right? Yeah, yeah. We we, to... pu we pushed it. We pushed it later for my brother's birthday, which is also celebrated yesterday and then um it was like all right no worries because we're starting late and then he's like yeah uh he called me five minutes after the thing was supposed to be like <laughs> going he's like on yeah. his phone on facetime and he's like i'm really sorry man <laughs> <laughs> i'm like classic lower third yeah classic what is it like to just be able to schedule things whenever you want to do them? Uh, it's, as, a, it's as, um, as a content creator, you have so much freedom. It, it's here's the thing about this, Adam, is it's it's fantastic, right? Like in in the grand scheme of things to be like, all right, today we're going to shoot 30 tasting videos, right? Like and we're basically or I'll be like, we lined up the first two weekends of the month. We'll shoot like 15 ish videos with two different people and I can spread those out throughout the entire month. Right. So like, right. I can shoot and produce a month's worth of content in two days. Right. Wow. And like, that's fantastic. When you think about that, like, that's awesome until you like realize what that's doing to your body when it's all <laughs> eating videos. <laughs> I was going to ask you about that later. <laughs> we'll get there. And the other the other problem is because it's so flexible that it does get a little bit stressful, right? Mm -hmm. Where like where you're sometimes we're coming down to the wire. You're like, "Okay, I thought we were prepared. We are not prepared to keep releasing a video with Adam singing at the end almost every single day." So, 
we better better start figuring out a time to shoot and then it's just like scheduling that with everybody's availability everybody's schedule yeah. the, the the positive of like having something at the same time every week or every month right is you know like you can you can line right. up and look around that and like without that hard commitment people you know make other plans or commit to other things mm-hmm. so like there's there's a positive and a negative to it is that i'm i'm able to be ahead but i'm also able to fall behind very quickly so you record most of your content with two friends who you've known i get the assumption that you've known these guys a long time i met right? I, met, I met jeff in preschool okay so jeff and i've known preschool. each other we were, we were like four years old like legit four years old we were in mr kyle's class he used to play guitar it was great uh and then curtis i met uh in middle school uh when, wow. I, when, I, when I quit band because the the band teacher told me that i wasn't good enough to come to the christmas concert so oh my god <laughs> i played trombone so i uh went to the christmas concert played terribly on purpose. on purpose just to oh, yeah i was gonna say just to spite him just to spite i'm like your dumbass little seventh grade uh band sucks mr greeble like get <laughs> over yourself like this is <laughs> eat shit mr greeble <laughs> basically yeah he had a he had a sign i this is one of the things that eats at me like in my course though they sign up on the on the board that said perfect practice makes perfect which, like, I understand the sentiment of, like, if you're practicing the way you're supposed to be, you're getting better, right? right. But, like, perfect practice makes perfect implies that, like, you should already be perfect. Right. And, like, that's a load of bullshit, Mr. Greeble. So I quit band. <laughs> I went to choir. I Curtis, on the other hand, is in choir. And he's like, I'm the greatest singer in the world. He knows I make fun of him for this. Right? And, uh... He, he's like, I don't want this band kid standing next to me. So he pushed me off the back of these bleachers, which are like, they're like risers, but they're bleachers. So I fell off those. Curtis is a jerk. We become friends. That's how guys become friends. And 20 years later, we're on the internet tasting food. So you don't have to. I'm best friends with a guy who stabbed me at the back of a 7-Eleven. You know, it's yeah. just the way, it's just the way things go. That's how you become, that's how you <laughs> how, make friends. That's how bonds are formed. Yeah. Wow. So you're let's let's kind of go back a little bit to your your history. You're kind of what I call a creative tornado. In uh-huh. in all my time that I've known you, you've probably done 800 different things creatively in the space. Uh-huh. Um, many many of them not for very long. <laughs> like I it, it, you're guided by like this and correct me if I'm wrong, but you're guided by this core idea that you're not going to do it if it's not fun. I'm not. I'm not going to do you, it if it's not fun. If it's not fun, we're not doing it. If, if you had the biggest audience in the world, but you were not having fun, you would quit. Am I right? Uh, see, that's that's the problem, okay? I wouldn't quit, but I probably would shift to doing something else. <laughs> like, does, that, does that make sense? Like, sure. We okay. you would you would subtly guide your audience in a new direction <laughs> into doing whatever I wanted to do. Yeah, right. Because I'm not because gonna... I can. Re- yeah, I can remember listening to your stuff like five, six years ago, and you've done a million things with our 
our friend, our mutual friend, Johnny. Yeah. And I can remember listening to some of your stuff and the both of you talking about how much you hate the thing that you're currently doing. <laughs> and basically shit talking the show that I'm listening to of yours and talking about how you want so badly to just go and do something else. And I can remember like as an audience member, just like, what the fuck am I listening to right now? <laughs> I I believe at my core, and this this is part of my creative thing, is if we're doing what everyone else is doing, why are we doing it? it, it, yeah. it, it if, if 20 people listen to, to forget being cool when we were doing it, right? Right, like let's, let's pretend there were twenty people, and they were the same twenty people who listened to another gaming show that's doing the exact same thing, right? right? Like, like part of the community is fun, and having like the little group of people is great. But like, the stuff I'm covering, if I don't have a new opinion I didn't hear on a podcast earlier that week, basically my mo is I don't have an opinion of that thing. Like I don't have if I like if I just agreed with with Adam. Like, that's it. I agreed. I, you know, and I look at that and go, what's the point of making this show if we're just saying the same garbage everyone else is saying? So either we need to start playing some games or doing something weird or shaking it up. Uh, and, and and I believe that. Like, I, th I think it it's important to not only be be trying to push forward, but also pushing forward in a way that you're making something new having fun and if you don't enjoy it then what don't do it like get out do of you here. do you consume a lot of other media and do you let that influence you uh, like i mean in in the sense that that doesn't guide you to want to do something but to p push you away from doing something kind of like what you're talking about i think especially at the time i was doing a lot of those variety things and stuff i was consuming a lot more than i am now yeah i i I don't listen to as many shows or podcasts or I don't watch any TV almost. And like the amount I've consumed has gone down dramatically. But when I realize that part of that's because I listen to the shows that are doing things that I think are more fun and unique and different because right. that's inspiring to me and listening to the same gaming headlines of the week on every show basically you have fallen off my thing even if you're one of my friends like even right. if you're a person on the internet that i mutually like like talking to i would come on your show in a heartbeat and have a blast doing it i go yeah but you're talking about the exact same thing insert other online friend is talking about and you both said the exact same thing this week and yeah i i i'm the same like i I used to listen to so many podcasts every day at work. I would have a slate of podcasts that I would listen to in the video game space. Right. And now I think I listen to two, maybe two I, podcasts a week. I listen to, I still listen to a bunch of podcasts, but I've spread them out into tech and, and like, just like yes. podcasts yep. about productivity and stuff about like space and like, the gaming shows continue to dwindle and dwindle and dwindle. And as you lose your creativity and that, that, that gaming podcast, like I just fall off. Like, I'm just like, yep. No, right. I totally well, understand. Yep. I don't want to hear I'm... about Elden Ring again, guys. It, literally, if I, <laughs> if I pick up another podcast and somebody starts talking about Elden Ring, I literally swipe the podcast away and say, I played it out next one. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, I'm right there with you. And I like, I'm still as invested in the space as ever in regards to like my interest in games and stuff. But the, I, I was at the exact same kind of play, juncture where I was like, I'm listening to the same thing over and over again. So I selected a couple that continue to entertain me above that bar right. of just being about video games. Um, and then that they're, they're the ones who made it, even though I am, like you said, still friends with a lot of creators and um, am more than willing to, you know, participate and help them and things like that. But I, I don't consume nearly as much as I used to. It's just it, the, the road to get here has been very long. So, I mean, inevitably people are going to dip. I've seen that with my audience, you know, the people who are with me right now are not the same people who were with me five years ago. And that's fine. People adapt. Right. People want something different. I, and, and I, I mean, I had a, I had the number one rhythm gaming podcast on the internet. I, I say that half as a brag and half as a joke, right? Like that's hysterically stupid, but there were, <laughs> seven, there were 7,000 people listening to that show every week. Okay. Like I know that I knew the audience. I knew a ton of the names, right? Like, having a hundred people watching us and, and, and especially near the end as things slowed down we had at least like 40 people in our chat even still and like that's awesome and then when I was like alright guys Rock Band is dead like we, we can't cover DLC every week like we, we just can't we moved it to monthly and then it just it just kept dwindling and dwindling down and like those names like sure some of those people are still my friends on facebook some of those people are still my friends on twitter but like i don't see them watching our snack videos i see like alien right. man like the one guy and so my audience has changed and, and but that's another thing i've learned from jumping around adam is like not only did i make a bunch of friends in the gaming content space but like i'm making a bunch of new friends in the food and content creation space and like I and find that fascinating in its own way too it's like there's a whole nother community over here doing something else doing different things creating different kinds of content and pushing me forward to to get better at what I do what was the 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 seed that was planted for snacks where okay. where did that come from <laughs> Because uh, for the longest yeah. time, it was media, 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 media. Yeah. And now all of a sudden, and this is, as long as I've known you, this is the thing that seems to interest you the most out of anything that I've ever seen you do. And you seem to be finding a lot of success with it. Where there's, did the idea come from? There's a couple pieces, okay? There was once Johnny Casino, and I think I think to God we were still doing Shell and Forgotten, Okay. And Justin Masson, the Nintendo Dads, is listening, okay? And he's like, you guys talk about lots of weird stuff. What if I sent you some Canadian snacks? And he sent us coffee crisps and cheesies, okay? And we cheesies. put those up. Cheesies. They're basically Cheetos, except they're, like, not just, like, you know, pencil shavings. They're, like, actual corn cheesy puff things. Okay. Um, okay. They're pretty good. I, I don't know if I would be going all the way across the border for them, but... Uh, they're fine. And he so he sent us coffee crisps, which is like a coffee chocolate bar and that. And we tried those and we put up videos on the channel. I found these. They said something like seven years ago or something. I sent it to John like a couple weeks ago. I was like, look at these. These these came out of the woodwork. Um, and like that was really goofy. But like eating on a podcast just seemed kind of gross and kind of stupid, which I was like, yeah, moving on. 
and then years and years of making forget being cool being on various shows creating a bunch of other things uh everything kind of fell apart in a really not great way and that's okay but i couldn't just give up like i couldn't just stop making things so i took forget being cool and i was like we're gonna cover everything i'm gonna shove a show into every space i can whether it's movies video games comic books like we're just gonna make all the shows we want and at some point during that i made a joke and said we should taste stuff on the weekends because we're putting up a video every single day what if we put up a snack and a drink on on saturday and sunday as like in the same style as these other like 15-ish minute shows where we talk about a thing let's do food and finally after a bunch of other boring movie podcast shows and a bunch of other things that people were talking about a bunch of people started latching on to these snack videos they're like these are hysterical trying orange vanilla coke i went and tried out a big mac for the first time on the 50th anniversary of the big mac it was <laughs> disgusting i i took like two bites <laughs> and i couldn't handle it but i put up that video and people loved it like, like that was a thing that people saw laughed and enjoyed it and i thought okay this is great then i sold my house all right well i boomed into my house i moved out of my apartment and bought my house and I was just so busy getting a house project done and everything else so basically everything came to a halt and I was sitting there going I need to make things again I have to and I actually had another idea for this bar set that we use and that's a whole other thing and I'm never going to spoil it because I could still make it. and I, <laughs> of course I go, you could <laughs> I, yeah. and I like I, I'm like I still think I should make that and I just go we could use this as the snack network bar and and by the snack network at that time i was calling it only foods because that was the name i had in my mind and it's a stupid horrible name i'm glad i couldn't get it it's already taken <laughs> uh, <laughs> sounds like a grocery store yeah yeah <laughs> or a website that has naughty pictures of food uh and after after getting all settled in and being ready to go I was like, let's just do it. Let's just make this food channel. Let's go for it. And I didn't think it would have the success that it did. I didn't think, I, I thought we would maybe get some of the people that we recognized in. But the other thing I learned very quickly was I can bring literally anybody in to fill these seats. I, I can, you know, anybody's willing to come taste something. Anybody's willing to, to try something new for the first time. Most people, unless you're a wimp, right? But like, Johnny Casino can just fly in here for two days, come to my house, and shoot a bunch. Which apparently, of he does. <laughs> he does. He was here last weekend. Right. I uh, I have a podcast for you. I don't know who else it was for. We kind of recorded it just for you. <laughs> just sitting there on a Wait, hard drive. You guys just you guys just recorded a thing just out of nowhere. Uh, well, Adam, he came here. This is the thing, Adam. Is he he came here. I texted him the day before he was supposed to be here. Uh, the, yeah, the, the day before he ended up coming and said, hey, here's a really funny idea. We're streaming on Friday night at 730. Why don't you just come over at 730 tomorrow and stay the night at my house and then we'll play video games all night after the stream. And then you'll stay at my house on Saturday and hang out with me all day. And he's like, I can do that. And I was kidding. I thought he'd be like, no, man, I got I got to stay here and work and do things. 
So we we recorded the stream. We got up. We went and got breakfast at the diner that I went with everybody who comes here. It's like the crappiest diner in the world, but it's also kind of delicious. So we go there. It's really close to the house. Went, did that. We came back. She had a bunch of snack videos. John's hanging out. We're just hanging out, chilling. I go, we should record a podcast. We'll just record like an episode of Forget Being Cool with no preparation at all. He's like, let's do it. So we did that. And I don't know where I'm wow. putting it. <laughs> wow. And, and I think that the beginning starts out a little bit rough because we're just a little rusty. But I think it right. evolved into like what I think everybody who did listen to Forget Being Cool enjoyed about it. So. You really have an interesting um, friendship with Johnny. And I think that's kind of cool is... You know, a lot of a lot of the friends in the space are kind of friends that are tied to something that they do together or whatever. But you guys have been friends for a long time, whether you are doing content or not. And I think that's that's pretty cool. I I consider John and, and this is something I learned about in this space, too, is like I consider John and I learned this really early on, I think, is like he's as much my real friend as any of my real life friends are. Yep. Like, if, if anything, at some point, I started talking to John more than I started talking to anybody else. And so, I'm like, I don't know. Once once you go through a couple, like, dramatic life changes, shit hits the fan a couple times. Like, but this is a person you talk to almost every single day. You form this bond. And the, the like, internet barrier, like, no longer becomes a thing. And, like, I didn't consider John any less of a friend than I considered Jeff a friend who I've known since preschool. Right. And so like that, that was a awakening like in general and then meeting him in person. And then, I mean, John was, John was unlucky to take this position where he needs to travel all the time and to the point where he's not really available in the way that I would love us to be able to make things again. But at the same time is he has been able to visit my house more times than I've, I thought we ever could. He came to my house and ripped up carpet. Like, (laughs) (laughs) like like tell me something other than your friend wouldn't just do like i'm like well john i'm glad you're in town i'm ripping up carpet this day you can come hang me hang out with me and help me he's like that's cool and we just did that you know staples in our hands hands bleeding rolling out carpet taking it outside just the whole moving furniture is great but johnny came to your house and tore up your carpet yep yep that's exactly how we say that (laughs) <laughs> we've got a mouse inside and everything it was great so so this house how long have you been in this house uh i bought it like six months before COVID hit and basically late 2019 so you, you like, bought a bunker is what you bought i well um, i mean i shot my house property value up wildly since i bought it uh yeah yeah <laughs> um so this bar area was in the house it's it's basically like you've built a set, essentially, uh, yeah. right? Uh huh. That is something that I have always like. I've got a great office. I love my office, but it's not really a set. I think it's so cool that you've got this large space that is kind of catered and 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 tooled and tweaked specifically around your content. That you've you've got a stage. Do you have it like all tricked out with lighting and, and, and audio and stuff too, or? I, I mean, I have the equipment to do it. I usually just use the, sometimes the easiest way to shoot stuff is to make your life as simple as it can be. Yeah, so, yeah. This place is already carpeted. It's drop ceiling. 
Like, so behind the bar, there's tile floor, but on this side, it's all carpet. From the 70s, it's great. And, <laughs> but, but it absorbs all the sound. So, like, even, right. even bringing in better microphones, like, it makes a difference sometimes when we do it, but it's, it's in no means necessary. We can basically slap up an iPhone and hit go. Like, yeah. And that's, and when it's that easy, it makes it way more fun. I, I, I bought a camera that we use for a bunch of videos. I bought a thousand dollar camera. I was hoping having some SD cards would be great, but like shit overheating and just like, like audio technical problems, shooting a video where the mic didn't get turned on that runs on nine volt battery, like just the, the right, battle, right, right. the battle for that is it, the return isn't worth it. Right. Like it didn't make it so much better that I was like, yeah, let's do that every time. We we could shoot one video a day that way. And this set, this bar set though, was in the house when I bought the house. And when I walked in to look at it, you know, to look at the house, I saw it and went, "Yep, that's a set." Like I didn't go, "Cool, I have a bar." Who's gonna right. drink at my bar in my basement? Like that's never gonna happen. But I saw there's a set here, and I I looked at the basement. I go. Oh, there's like a perfect little recording space over there. That's amazing. And I go, I go upstairs and I walk out. There's a back door and I go, well, there's no back doors on the other houses on this street. That's cool. There's a full deck and a finished garage. And I go, yeah, I think I found the house. Like I, like I, like I'm, I'm sold. <laughs> yeah. Kitchen, you're right. This kitchen needs a remodel, but so does every kitchen we've ever looked at. So, um, let's, if I get this bar set, I think I know where uh, we're going to shoot stuff. And I, I've considered moving the whole rig so that basically no matter what podcast or show I'm on, I'm standing over there. But I don't want to work over I, there. <laughs> some, some, something tells me you'll make a few tweaks uh, over the years still. Um, so is the tornado finally calming down? Like, is this where you want to be in the creative space for the foreseeable? Or do you still have more, you know, thought bubbles popping every five minutes like you did so many years ago? I, the, the bubbles of ideas of creativity never stop in my brain. This is the problem with my brain. I also find myself with a lot of free time to think, Adam, like a lot, like yeah. too much. Getting in your own headspace for too often, like too much, especially with this kind of thought, like, I don't know. my The amount of things I'd like to do with the Stack Network and the amount of time I have is limited in its own way. I like doing the SAC network so much that I don't think I would ever stop doing it. And I am kind of fully in charge of it. Right. So like there's no, there's no chance in it stopping. It's also not reliant. If anybody's listening from the SAC network, like it's not reliant on anybody. Right. On any one than, person. Uh, other than really me. Like I, I can, I can bring in whoever I need to, to shoot videos. And I know like that's that's not a, like I don't I love everybody who we do videos with like I do like that's that's not the question here. But, but everybody has a mouth. Right. <laughs> Everyone has a mouth and everybody can taste things and everybody can talk and, and have an opinion on food. And I think that's the blast of it. I don't plan on stopping this anytime soon, but I've also been proven plenty of times that uh, literally something you think you're going to do for a very long time can just collapse underneath you adam and i think you know this i think this community knows this i think 
I've learned that a lot of this is more temporary than I'd ever like it to be. Right. I will never stop making things. I've learned that. That is part of who I am. And I will continue to make Snack Network videos as long as I can. That's not saying I wouldn't want to go try to do something else if the right creative spark hit me. I would probably try to do both. <laughs> that sounds like you. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, so you touched on really quick. We're almost out of time, but I want to touch on that really quick. You talked about the idea and the feeling of the unexpected brakes screeching and a thing that you love doing all of a sudden just, I think you said spectacularly falls apart. Yeah. Uh, I think we've both had <laughs> we've both had ex- experience with that. Um, some more recently than others. Yeah, yeah. Some are a little fresher than others. Some some wounds are fresher than others. Um, wh- how long did it take you after the train went off the rails to kind of pull yourself up and and say fuck it i'm gonna keep going because this is who i am like was it was it like an immediate thing of like i'm not gonna stop or did you have to lick your wounds for a while it's it's a little bit of both it's a little bit of like part of doing this is like who i am and i without doing it without doing anything i'm more emotionally damaged by that than than like just quitting and taking care of myself like does that that's weird mental health and like practically like taking self-care probably should be on the list but like i consider making things almost self-care like it is part of part of what i need to do so i don't know if like i was entirely ready to start really making things again but like just kind of throwing things at the wall immediately made me a little bit better off like 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 just i couldn't stop but i also needed like some sort of i needed a shake-up too right like it i couldn't just go back to doing the exact same thing Uh, i had to do something else but that something else needed to still be making something right yeah there's like this feeling of like i'm gonna prove to myself that i can that I can make this work and that I can be stronger and and do new things and not be reliant on the thing that is no longer there. I think that it, it's it's almost like a relationship, you know, a relationship ending and you're not necessarily rebounding, but you're proving that you can endure without that thing that you were so entwined with. Um, yeah. it, it didn't need to, I didn't need to stop. I needed to change. And that's that you're right. It kind of sounds like a rebound, but it's, it's also just kind of like part of moving on. And maybe this is something my dad put into me. It's just like, you know, get up, you know, don't, don't just, don't just sit there and, and cry. Like, like, what are you going to do? Like, is that, is that really going to make any of it better? Suck it up, fix your problems. It's basically what my dad told me growing up, right? And so if you have a problem, you go solve it. And and like, I couldn't have just, I couldn't have just gone, screw this. This is all over. I hate it now. Everything's ruined because this thing 
didn't work the way I wanted it to. I couldn't just sit there and go, yep, I'm going to, if, if you were riding, if you were learning to ride a bike for the first time, Adam, and you fell off the bike, okay, right? Some, some people would just say, all right, get back on the bike and do it again. I think more of mine was like, um, I'm going to go ride my scooter for a little bit and then I'll go get back on the bike. And I don't know if that's like a good metaphor or not, but, uh, baby steps ease ease back into that water a little bit yeah i think that makes sense i think that makes sense yeah um last question Uh uh-huh um are you killing yourself with all the shit you eat absolutely 100 percent. not only did i drink bunch of pandemic milk and mountain dew dude (laughs) (laughs) like what the fuck (laughs) it's not my fault it's the it's the people's fault for saying that Pepsi and milk is a real thing. Pilk is. Uh, I want regarded. I want to make sure you're actually eating fruit and getting outside every once in a while. I don't okay? know what <laughs> I don't touch grass. Uh, <laughs> I, I, man, I, every time we do fruit, we've done a couple fruit videos. We did those. Um, what were they? They the pine pine berries, except they were like strawberries. Supposed to taste like pineapples. They tasted just like freaking strawberries. What a joke! They're like pink strawberries. I was like, why did I do this video? Like, why did we eat something healthy that's dumb? It's not even good. <laughs> not even new. Because like you it. should live past 45. <laughs> nah, I'm good drinking oyster beers and... Uh... What's what's the nastiest <laughs> thing you've eaten? Uh, uh, I, the worst thing we drank was that, that, that candy cane beer that we did, like, Ugh. way back in the beginning. Like, it just... It was... I, we've done a lot of weird beers that I'm like, man, these are odd, but like, I don't hate it. This is like so disgusting. I couldn't stand it. Uh, I didn't like doing, I didn't like doing Mountain Dew and milk. <laughs> yeah, that's not, those aren't things that go together. <laughs> Who uh, in their right mind came up with that idea? It was cause it's we horrible. Did- we did pilk that day. We had to. We we did pilk and we had Mountain Dew. We go. All right, let's do it. What's what's pilk? Pilk is Pepsi and milk. It's a normal, common Midwestern, commonly drank thing. I agree, Adam. I don't no, know. No, it's not. Common. You're right. It's <laughs> not. It's not as common as saying "ope." <laughs> but it, it it is. But it is like a normal thing. Curtis's mom used to drink it. He says. Like on a regular basis, so like him doing it wasn't new to him. I'm like, you're crazy, but we'll do it because it's trending on the internet, and sometimes you have to play the game a little bit. Uh, <laughs> and so I was like, all right, we'll do it. And I'm like, I, I was like, you know what we could do? That's stupid. We could do Mountain Dew and milk. And I was kidding. I was kidding. Okay? It was your idea. It was my idea. And I said, no, I'm not doing this, Curtis. He's like, I'm gonna do it. I'm like. All right, well, then we have to put, like, an artificial freaking uh, counter on it to get an, an amount of likes or something for me to do it. And he's like, I like, it has to be attainable. Like, we have to get to a point uh, where, where, like, it's reasonable, but also, like, far enough that we won't do it. I'm like, 200 likes. 200 likes. We could do 200 likes based on some of our shorts, right? Like, this, this video would have to blow up. And I'm like, all right. And it blew it. up. Say at the end of the video, uh, 200 likes day, you'll do it. He goes, all right. And he did it. I put that video up on Instagram. It got 56,000 views, 1,300 likes. And uh, I guess I had to do it. 
are a. I was like, well, you are a, I, I was hoping I'd get out of this. You are a very special man, Dave. <laughs> I know, Adam. <laughs> Thank you for being a part of Megadads over the years, Dave. Thank you for joining me today. Um, really quick, tell the people where they can find all of your really great stuff. Uh, you can find me at Tell You Dave on the internet. That's that's a dumb. I used to say, let me tell you something. I became Tell You Dave. But uh, if you want to watch me and all my idiot friends taste the random things like oyster beer or Mountain Dew and milk, I don't know what I, I don't know what I've signed up for. Uh, go to the snacknetwork.com. We'll take you right to the YouTube channel. Hit the subscribe button and uh, we taste. We put up a tasting video almost every single day. It's ridiculous. It's it's crazy. Something new. It, it is. It is different. It is different. <laughs> <laughs>